Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victory Death Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are going to be watching the 2016 musical romantic comedy. I'm pretty sure this is a romantic comedy. La La Land, or what I like to call it, L.A. L.A. Land. <laughs> so today I brought along a special guest who's going to help me watch this movie because this movie is on my list of movies I never cared about. And it's mostly because of the actress in this film. I cannot stand her, but we're, we're going to get into that. Please welcome my guest, Gustavo. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Gustavo, Hello. how you doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. So, dude, we go like way back. <laughs> I think you're literally my oldest friend I have here in America. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Well, we met... We met like it was I okay, I remember the day. It was sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I remember we were in orchestra together because I used to I used to play the violin. I wasn't very good. Yeah. But did you wait, did you play the violin or was it the viola? I I played the violin, yeah. We both played the violin. Okay, yeah. I remember I sat next to you one day and then mm-hmm. from from there on the, the friendship started. <laughs> yeah. I I remember that day too. I honestly, I gotta tell you, I gotta confess something to you. Mm-hmm. I thought you were the funniest person from day one. Like you always like knew how to crack a joke at the right time, and I was like mesmerized by you. Like it was wow. like this guy is gonna be awesome, wow. and like every time we got a class together, I was like, oh thank God, I had, I know someone here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, I'm happy you felt that way. Everyone else thought I was just annoying. <laughs> no. You were the funniest person to me. And when you told me you were going to do comedy, uh, like, you, I was like, what do you want to do when you're older? You're like, I want to be a stand-up comic. And I'm like, oh, Yeah, I that's that. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah stand-up <laughs> comedy. Yeah. Huge. I'm huge on stand-up comedy. But um, so once again, I appreciate you for being here. And you said you've seen um, La La Land. That's the official title of it, right? La La Land? Not LA, LA Land? I- I think it's La La Land, yeah. But okay. I, I, La La. I can see why. But the little bones Hondra about the LA, LA, and La La Land is the same thing because they're both filled, filled in there. Like, so there's a well, little bones Hondra at all. I'll feel less stupid once I hear a character say La La or LA, LA Land. <laughs> I'll feel less stupid. Um, no, but you, but. you said you've seen this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it once before. Did you see it in theaters? I think it's been a while. I don't remember. I think I was gonna just saw it in my like when it came out on Netflix or whatever for a while. Mm, right. Yeah. I've yeah. So I never saw this movie. Never interested in watching it. I think I like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. Like I, I think he's cool as an actor. I'm not really going out of my way to see his films. I remember growing up in elementary school, and every day when I come home from school his TV show that he did called young Hercules came on. Uh-huh. And I remember seeing like a, a BTS uh, interview of him. And he was like, this show, I just want to make a good show so kids can come home from school and just, you know, 
have something to do their homework too. And ever since he said that, I've always liked him. I thought like, wow, because that's exactly what I did with that show. <laughs> I did homework. Yeah. I did my homework to that show. So I think he's cool. What I can't stand and I just I, I just don't know what it is. I cannot stand Emma Stone as an actress. I cannot stand her. Really? Why? I don't I think so Emma Stone first came into I feel like everyone's uh consciousness during super bad that super bad movie and yeah yeah yeah. so i think uh she she wasn't as an important character in super bad but it was like that role that led her to easy a and then since easy a she's had this plethora of just different movies that are kind of the same and other movies that are just like downright like i would never watch this and Easy A, I never found Easy A funny. I thought that was pretty stupid. <laughs> I mean, it it was like the reasons I appreciate Easy A was because it was like Amanda Bynes' last good role. Good role. Holy crap! Uh, Amanda Bynes was in that. Yeah, it was her last good role before she kind of went off. Uh, was like starting to go through her own conservatorship, and wow. so she kind of went a little rock, off the rockers. Right. Um, but now she's doing really good. She's in college for fashion design, but she's in like a terrible conservatorship where she doesn't even own any of her money. She gets like a small. Yeah, I. You know what? I did hear yeah. that. I heard. I heard she's in one of those too. Same as Britney Spears. Yeah, same as Britney Spears. And so, but and so she's not allowed into any of her money. Her parents have full control over it. Over it. And wow, what a talented she, and, movie, I mean, though. oh yeah, but she was also a victim of Dan Schneider. So, mm. oh. Um, of uh you yeah. said schneider dan schneider yeah dan schneider oh god no you know what? we'll yeah. we'll get into that guy while we watch the movie because i think i was talking yeah. to a friend about about this like like a year ago or so yeah like yeah his creation so yeah yeah <laughs> his, his creation of shows like obviously they're all classics right but just like the person but watching him. back now yeah now we know too much and so watching mm-hmm. it back i get so uncomfortable because there you know that there's things in there that they put just for him right. for his own little uh grossness and then like you can see it right. but when they try to revive the shows it actually sometimes does well when without like a fresh set of eyes <laughs> so have you seen the I, new iCarly show the no iCarly i have movie? not get into that i was it never so big I, really? you know, I, Carly, I love every, every other episode I would see from iCarly, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. But then like some moments were like, all right, that was pretty funny. They would they would have some funny things on there. And the memes from that show are freaking legendary. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so you just gotta think about like the new iCarly reboot is uh it's it's so good. It is like so funny because they're oh, so self aware now. Yeah, it's so self-aware. It's very adult. They can curse now. Um, they, uh, it's pretty much the same cast, and uh, except with, except Sam. Um, yeah, but I they she was be on there. Yeah, but they talk about her. They like miss her because she also she's not. A, she was just a victim of that show too because of the things that they the, wow. that Dan Schneider put her through. Wow. And so, yeah, and so she was also, and so that's why she doesn't act anymore. He was very abusive. Um, and so it, 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 she said she didn't want to go back on that show because she didn't want to have any uh, like trauma from the 
whole situation. And she 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 quit acting because of him. And wow. So, Wait, yeah. the, the actress who played Sam? Yes, uh, Jenna McCarthy. Wow. You know what? We're we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Yeah. We're gonna go back. Well, I feel like. I feel like I can connect to anything, so it's not off topic. But we started talking about Emma Stone, yeah. and then Emma Stone led to Amanda Bynes, and Amanda Bynes led to her personal life that led to this whole thing with Dan Schneider and the whole Nickelodeon things because she was yeah. a victim of that. I feel like a lot of these actresses are, you know, at the same time looking in, you know, a lot of people just think, well, they make a lot of money, they're in the public eye, you know, things should be fine for them. But I think show business is so just mentally oh, draining yeah. for these people that yeah. I feel like every actor has a good run that they go on, like a good string of movies. But then after that, they're just they're just out of here. And I feel the same way about uh, about Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, same. And the thing is, like, and then yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. But like I have a conscious like run in my head. It's like yeah, for sure. It's like a, a you look back at all movies, all uh, movie actors and actresses like that. You look to, uh, to their lives. They just have a good string of like movies, and they either die young or uh, they live out to have a very either bad or good career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very unfortunate, but but again, I can't I, I can't stand Emma Stone. I don't know what it is. I just feel like personally, you know, and I made this, I made this kind of epiphany. Hopefully I'm re- using the right definition. I kind of had an epiphany uh, about the same way I feel about Emma Stone, about how I feel about Sandra Bullock. Now I feel like Sandra Bullock, she's a cool actress, right? But I don't think she's good. I don't think she's ever been good. Anything that she's been in that's been like critically acclaimed it was usually something else, like a different factor making that movie what it is, but it was never Sandra Bullock. And I feel that same way about Emma Stone. I feel like her movies are just kind of the product of like what's popular now, which which makes them a hit, not her herself. Oh, yeah, I, I see. What you, I see what you mean, but you gotta think like sometimes they, there's good movies that are just really good, really good at casting for like that, like. Miss Congeniality, that was a great movie. Like I remember she liking was great it as a that. kid. I haven't seen it since. Yeah. But I mean, like go back and watch it because it, it's actually a really good movie. Like it, there's a little bit of misogyny and stuff, but it, 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 yeah, it's pretty well. There's still some quotable things from it. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean I'll go yeah. back to it. Sandra Bullitt's a, a legendary actress. Um Yeah. But like but... there's certain movies that didn't do well, like The Blind Side. Well, okay well tell me this what's emma stone's best movie mm, I, think, I think the only one that's really coming to my head is uh easy a because i've been talking easy about a. it let's talk about it because <laughs> they've been talking about it this whole time i feel like but, her movies are just so i don't know what it is i don't know what it is and obviously la la land is very critically acclaimed people love this movie and i think it won didn't it won like an oscar for something which doesn't mean anything but i think it won an oscar yeah it really doesn't mean anything um I, it might have uh, i i i could see it doing that and that's the, the thing i hated about this movie was that after this movie they're like oh yeah white people invented jazz kind of like no they didn't oh like, i hate that i absolutely yeah. hate that 
Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Uh, hate that. It's a- <laughs> yeah, J. Cole was saying something like that too, where uh, the music industry is trying to reestablish uh, the sound of music and sense of mm-hmm. like every single genre that you would hear now that is mostly done by uh, black artists. They're trying to gentrify it. So, uh, oh, yeah. like you look under the jazz genre on iTunes, you'll see just a lot of um, a lot of white artists. You look under, I mean, you can even say that for hip hop now, in a sense. Hip hop, oh my god, yeah. Hip hop is very segregated now, which is a great thing because um, the, the way technology works, we can listen to everyone's music. But um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I absolutely hate that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But what, what's even worse is like, uh, um, oh god, I just lost my thought. <laughs> uh, totally the, um, that, damn it, it's gone. I had it. I had it was on the tip of my tongue. I guess I lost it. <laughs> well, you going. know what? You think about it because we're gonna get right into this movie. <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna get right thing. into it because yeah, I feel like we've been like on on like Emma Stone and then like off Emma Stone on Emma Stone and off Emma Stone. I feel like we're about to have like the greatest random conversations once we play this oh, movie. Yeah. So Starfighters, <laughs> uh, we are going to be watching La La Land, the 2016 musical. Um, Gustavo, do you know where this movie is like streaming? Is it like, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. Is it? Uh, Amazon Prime, I think right now. Okay. Yeah, so you can watch this movie along with us on Amazon Prime, or if you just happen to have the DVD or just happen to know where you can find a movie. So we are going to start this movie in five, four, three, two, one. Summit. You know what that reminds me of? This is going to be such... This podcast is just going to have like a lot of random t- tangents, but <laughs> that that little uh, intro of, um, I guess, of that company reminded me... You ever seen that movie Kingsman? Uh, yeah. So the, at the, with the kid that becomes a spy? Yeah, yeah. So at the very beginning of the movie, then when they show like the companies who made it and all that stuff... There was like a production logo that was like transparent as if like you would think you're colorblind looking at it. Like there's a logo on it, but there's like all these different colors that don't go well together and you can hardly tell what the colors are. And it was so freaking weird. I'm sure no one else in the theater thought twice about looking at it. But till this day, I've never stopped thinking about it. Uh. Sorry, I don't think there's any sound coming out on my side for the movie. Can you hear the movie or we're just watching it at like... You said what? Can you hear the movie on your end? Because I can't no, hear No, no, no. No, I shouldn't be able to hear it. Oh, okay. It's just all in silent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just us talking. Oh, it's okay. Just, yeah, think of it like... Uh, do you ever watch any commentary from like DVDs back in the day? Yeah, but you can at least like hear the movie a little bit. Because all I can think of judge them on is like what they're as, like moving right, their right. body in. <laughs> right, right. But it's basically like that kind of concept. Oh, okay. Hmm. 
So they're already singing. I guess that's fine. I've seen this meme everywhere too. People getting on their cars. <laughs> no, like, like it's like this picture of La La Land, and they're like, whenever on the news they're talking about Los Angeles, and there's like a really bad crash on their on their like freeway, and everything's like backed up. They 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 go to this meme, and they're like a live look at L.A. right now during traffic. <laughs> <laughs> So do you like musicals? I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, f- I, f- I feel like I, I do like musicals, but it just depends on the content it is. Like, what's the story and all that? I absolutely love Sweeney Todd. Um, um, you know, most Disney movies are musicals, and, and, and I, I love those growing up, but. I do think I, I I love musicals. It just has it just depends on the movie. I like the old musicals. So like the yes yes like the Marilyn Monroe movies. Uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, mm-hmm. do, you any, do you watch any of um, June Allison movies? No. Who's June Allison? June Allison. Hopefully, I'm saying her name right. I mean, type it real quick. It, it, it should be June. Al- yeah, June Allison. June Allison was married to one of my favorite voices. Or he's probably like my favorite voice of all time. And a guy named Dick Powell who did um, he did acting, but he mostly did like radio voices, like radio detective dramas in like the 40s and yeah. 50s. She was, she was beautiful. So, yeah, yeah. So she... Man. She, she's been in like a lot of movies and she's mostly known for musicals because, you know, back then, if you did musicals, like you had to learn not only how to sing, but you have to know how to dance. Yeah, and she came from that background from theater and she was dancing better than anybody during during her era. Wow. Yeah, like this choreography is kind of like whatever. It's nothing that's wowing me, but the things that she would do was like fantastic. Get back in the car. <laughs> well, I think I you're know. like if this is the first movie, first time you're watching this movie and you're not watching it with sound, it's not going to really make a lot of sense. It's just going to be. Uh, well, they're watching just... it with sound. The audience should be watching it with sound. Oh, yeah, you know, just think of it. Like in my podcast description that I just wrote today, it's like this podcast is intended for you to listen to while you're actually watching the movie. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, there's a what's his name? Jake, uh, what's his name? Something Gyllenhaal? No, they go like Jake Gyllenhaal. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that the name? Yeah, Jake right. Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Oh. Yeah, he's AKA uh, Prince of Persia, right? No, wait, that's not him. That's not he's him. Not Prince that's of Persia. He's... I'm looking up the cast. No, Jake Gyllenhaal oh. was in um, 
He was in he was in something. That's literally me fl- flicking Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Oh <laughs> shit! That's not Jay Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I have always confused those two. Always. Yeah, but they don't look anything alike. <laughs> no, they don't. But they do like the similar movies. They do make similar movies. The thing is, like, I, Ryan Gosling is a bit like overplayed too. Like he, uh, I didn't. People say that Ride a Drive was so good, but I was like, it wasn't. Like, <laughs> you know what? I just got a text. I just got like um an invite to do a film next month. That's like um they're like, hey, we want you to like you know do the lighting for this film, this and that, and we want you to make it look just like Drive <laughs> that movie. And I'm like, I've never even seen that movie. Uh, I was like a lot of car uh, car action. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like a lot of car action and a lot of like just like harsh sun like sunlight like harsh lights on people like lots of shadows yeah it must have ruins her shirt yeah watch where you're going Uh asshole she's acting while acting i always find it funny when actors do this (laughs) yeah let me act slightly different than myself this is the time to show range here's the thing though she's not acting any different than how she is yeah what without uh, I was watching without sound it looks like she's like in a horror movie hello yeah (laughs) right I mean you can definitely watch this with sound that's what I'm doing that's that's the purpose of it I don't hear anything coming out like on my end oh you don't hear anything coming out yeah like she's like seeing nothing like that's what i was trying to tell you oh you download this movie yeah you should be able to hear it now you're just watching a silent film at this point that's what i've been doing this whole time yeah I never noticed how her eyes are so big. She looks like a doll. Yeah. Well, you know the reason why her voice is so hoarse, right? It's not because of... Uh, uh, she, she, apparently, it's like a symptom that happens to babies that cry a lot like, when they're really when they're, like, oh. young. Wow. So, it, yeah, and so they cry so much that their voice gets hoarse permanently. Wow. So, can you explain to me I'm having I've had like the biggest trouble my entire life of deciphering what is a ginger and what is a redhead. It's the thing that's the same thing. It's not it can't be. It's the same thing. Why do people yeah. talk about it like it's two different things? No, because it's it's the same thing refer one thing. No a redhead then why, then why call it a redhead if it's a ginger? And why say ginger if it's a redhead? I think it's just from where it's originated. Mm. But yeah, redheads are hot. <laughs> I mean, redheads are are very. Attractive. I mean, I I love gingers too, but but they're the same thing, I guess. Now, yeah. gingers and redheads. 
But I never understood where that started, like the jokes against gingers. Well, I don't know. Uh, Is I guess the only way it's uh, white people can show diversity. It's weird. I've I've heard women say that they're afraid of gingers. (laughs) What? Yeah, I've heard them say like I'm afraid. Like they're like, I heard one woman say that she's afraid of like, like serious gingers, like like those really like bright orange gingers oh my gosh that's so mean yeah well that's because they had the most orange like they had like orange pews wait who's that actress that's on the wall oh that's oh that's ingrid that's the actress who's in um uh casablanca she's she's swedish oh yeah that's also on my um next podcast to do watching Casablanca because I've never been interested in watching that movie it's very uh, it didn't age well mm. yeah talk about how weird yeah. that was Humphrey Bogart that was a weird dude uh, who, who's Humphrey Bogart <laughs> wait you said who's Humphrey Bogart <laughs> yeah come on Humphrey Bogart he's literally like if you say who are the top 10 most famous actors and actresses of all time, he's like top five. Humphrey Bogart, uh, he did he did oh, Casablanca, which is easily probably like the most famous romantic mo- romance movie ever. He did The Big Sleep, which is arguably the most famous noir film or film noir ever made. He was... Uh, married to Lauren Bacall, another top 10 famous actress, actresses of all time. Um, yeah. yeah, he's he's a legend. Oh, he's he's Sabrina. A weird guy. Sabrina, Sabrina. where? Uh, 1954, he was in Sabrina with Audrey Hepburn. Oh, oh, you're talking about a movie. <laughs> I was like, wait, who's Sabrina in the movie? <laughs> Oh, I forget that there's a whole other like Sabrina TV show and whatever. I love that show. <laughs> that is like the perfect show to come home and come home from school and do homework to. Sabrina the Teenage Witch or uh, the Adventures, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Like, which one oh no, no, one? the Teenage Witch. That other one, I didn't watch that one. I thought that would be too scary. It, it no, it's really not. The first season was really scary, but then the second season it becomes See? like this. This mm-hmm. becomes a CW high school thing, oh, and I was like, no. "It's really." And then it becomes a musical. Um, it's really it, it becomes very like cheesy, and like the last season was rushed and it was awful. <laughs> mm, that's um. You know, I kind of had a quote that's um, every TV show, no matter how good it is, no matter how good it starts, no matter how great the characters are acting is, every TV show will eventually go bad. If they keep going, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them need to uh, know when to quit and some like don't know when to quit. Yeah. She can't really sing. Hmm? 
Emma, Emma Stone, she can't really sing. I like the imagery. Like, I think everything looks super pretty. I think it's like cinematography is very on point. But uh, what are we? We're like 15 minutes in. I have a rule. You can determine the worth of a movie in the first 15 minutes. There's no story that's happening here. I don't I don't understand what's what's going on. Well, they're introducing her. It's a two yeah, hour it's, movie. I understand it's two hours, but still, it's the first 15 minutes. Usually the first 15, maybe the first 15, maybe the first 20 minutes. It's like, you know, the ordinary world. This is where this character lives. This is their day to day life. This is who they are. And now they're about to come into, uh, I guess, uh, a calling, a calling to action type thing. Um, So I I don't know. I mean, it hasn't reached a fit. Oh, yeah, it it reached the 15 minute mark. But I mean, we'll see. I I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch the full movie, but. I think they just wanted to show off the cool colors. Ooh, that made me nauseous. <laughs> the spinning. <laughs> I'm still watching this as a silent film. <laughs> I have no idea how to turn on the cell phone. Yeah, everything's super, um, super pretty. She should not be walking alone at night in L.A. Yeah, that's not safe. That's asking to get murdered. Yeah. Why do I feel like this is like a video game? <laughs> like you're just, it's like an RPG open world and you're just roaming around just like, you're not really doing the main quest yet. You're just <laughs> doing a bunch of side <laughs> shit. <laughs> she has to get her laundry done. <laughs> that, is, that is literally how I play uh, video games. I do every single side quest and just over, like overpower myself. And then I get to the main quest and I complain about how easy it is when it's not supposed to be played that way. (laughs) What the hell is she doing? She's in the wrong. Why are you reading? Bro, people in L.A. are crazy when it comes to driving. Have you been to been to L.A.? No, never been. You never been? Mm -hmm. 
I never left I, this side of the U.S. <laughs> oh, this side of the U.S. Well, I mean, I think the furthest I've gone have, is like, obviously you've been to Brazil because that's where you're from. <laughs> yeah, but that's just more south. <laughs> I'm like, I've been to the other side of the world, but like, <laughs> I went to the, I've been to Dubai, but mm. Ooh, like, I really want to go there. Yeah, that was fun. And then we went to the Maldives. Yeah, I've been to I've been to Japan, which was insane. Yeah, really? How was that? Dude, it was How long did you stay? I say for a few weeks. Um my uncle at the time was stationed uh over there. He's in the uh, Air Force. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Did you get to dude, try, uh, see the sights and stuff? Yeah, I, I was living there. Like, I was like, I've obviously I only been there for like two weeks, but I was like, experienced everything there, or like you know, just like Japan culture there. So, like the first night I got there, dude, I shit you not. The first night I got there, I was literally just like walking outside his house. Um, it's like 1 a.m. And down the street was like a 7-Eleven, which I'm like, dude, it's like so hard to find 7-Elevens down here in America. I go in there <clears throat> and I see this Japanese woman just staring at me. Right now, obviously, there's not many black people there, so I can understand why she's looking at me. But yeah. I'm literally like just, just shopping, getting Doritos, this and that. And she keeps staring at me like I'm like walking on the other end of the aisle and she's like following me, like just staring at me. And she's just there, too, like just shopping. And I go up to like pay for my stuff. Right. And uh-huh. she comes up to me. And I'm like, um, hello. Hi, how are you? And she's like, hello. And I'm like, well, OK, you can speak English. <laughs> and then she's like, are you from America? I'm like, yes, I'm from America. She's like, you come here to Japan, my country, for what? And I'm like, uh, to experience the culture? She's like, okay, to experience the culture, experience food, experience sights. So you came all the way here to Japan to eat food that you can just eat in America? <laughs> it was crazy. But yeah. Like the ramen noodle shops there are really cool. They have like this little red district in Tokyo that is in freaking sane, dude. Like they have a thing over there with like with sex trafficking. That's like I think yeah. it's gotten to a point for Japan that they stop trying to like stop it in a sense because it's like okay, clearly we're not going to be able to stop this because it's just like, it's too vampit. They're just like regulating it, which is kind of crazy. So if you go on... That's insane. Right. Whoa. Okay, synced up. Sign off. Whatever. Tell yourself. 
Yeah, if you're like when you go to the Tokyo, there are people around with white umbrellas, and anyone who has a white umbrella is mostly a prostitute. Really? Right. Yeah, it's like white clear umbrellas. That's like the thing there. Everyone else has umbrellas too, especially if it's like raining or or whatever. But white clear umbrellas means that they're a prostitute, and they will come up to you and they'll try to talk to you to see if you want their services and you have to be like super aggressive and tell them no whoa uh, i was not aggressive <laughs> you're like please talk to me <laughs> okay no, this lady so this woman came up to me and she literally looked like she looked like she fixes computers for a living like i would not expect her to be a prostitute or anything and she comes up to me and she's like Hey, are you okay? You're hunched over. Are your is your back okay? Do you want a back massage? And I'm like, you know what? My back does hurt. And then she's like, hmm, I can give you a back massage and I can do more for you. Um five hundred. I'm like, five hundred for a back massage? Like, who the hell would pay five hundred for a back massage? And she's like, No, 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 I'll do everything. Like back massage, sucky sucky, like whatever whatever you want. I'm like, Okay, you need to get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> the music's good. Oh, you can hear it now? I just downloaded it on my phone and decided to sync it up to my computer. Okay, cool. Yeah, the music's fine. The cinematography's fine. The lighting is beautiful. The directing's not bad. It's just nothing's happening. It is a two-hour movie for no reason. It's like, almost like... Make it a, I think that since COVID, I've been watching so many mini like series and stuff. That like they didn't even release they didn't even release Justice League in like a <laughs> in the three hour movie they released like part like in parts like <laughs> so you can watch it in parts instead of like watching this like crazy. Yeah, it just really kind of comes off. Showboat. Oh, make sure you turn your um, your volume down a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like, you know, the movie volume a little bit. Why are they looking at each other like that? You did too much. J.K. Simmons. He's awesome. Wait a second. Weren't they in a movie together? J.K. Simmons and Emma Stone? They're in like Hawkman or something like that. I think so. I can't stand actors who've been in the same movies. Well, they're bound to have that happen. Yeah, I understand that. But when you like it, when I watch movies, I like to just dive into it like as if it's its own universe and I exist somewhere in this world as well. So when I see these actors in something else, then I'm thinking they're the same characters from the other movie I just saw them in. Oh, yeah. I guess that would happen if you're like, watch like a marathon of like the same character. <laughs> like if you watch 
this and then they go and watch Easy A and then go and watch like uh, whatever else that she's on. But like uh, the help. <laughs> like, What the hell was that? That was racist. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> no, Jamal. You be true. No, Jamal. <laughs> Teachers really do be like that, though. <laughs> Give me, uh, what's that one? What's that million dollar baby that did that to you? What's her name? Oh, gosh, I forgot. Do you remember who was in the Million Dollar Baby, a boxing movie? Um, that was Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank, yeah, she was in that. Hillary Swank was in that movie where where she was a teacher, in like uh, in like the uh, in the in the black school or whatever, and then she tried doing that. Like, and so I think that's what they were referring to. No, Jamal, you be tripping. No. Oh, you're talking about um, what's that movie called? Freedom Riders. Freedom Riders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. I didn't realize that was a true story. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, not like true. Like, it was an actual true story, and then they made a documentary of it, and then the film was made because of the documentary. And I got to see like the actual people who were those characters wow. from the movie. Yeah. That was like from a movie that was like one of those movies that's always shown in school. That was quite interesting to see, to see the actual real footage of that take place. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't learn that until not too long ago. I didn't know that they did, back in high school, I didn't, uh, not high school, uh, middle school, whenever they used to show us this, that movie. <laughs> but yeah. But I think that's what she was referring to, though. She was like, she was playing a teacher. She's like, this is my classroom. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yeah. I love Flock of Seagulls. It's a good song. You know what's crazy? This is their most famous song. And in my opinion, it's not even their best song. They have a lot of really good songs. Flock of Seagulls? Look them up later. She's so embarrassing. Because <laughs> you know that she's doing that by herself. <laughs> yeah, she's so... She does this in her films. So they already know each other. This is the first time they're being introduced to each other other than in the restaurant, and this is how they... So they already, we're supposed to believe that they already know each other. They just don't like each other. Or he doesn't like her. Wait, so you're saying... To- remember she showed up at the restaurant, and that was the first no, time... No, no, I remember to- that. But they all they did was just stare at each other. Thirty minutes to get there. Yeah, and they he when she walked tried to talk to him, he walked right past her. She like.
That's something they chose. What a weird fucking dialogue. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, do they like each other or they don't like each other? I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening. (laughs) What is this movie? (laughs) This might as well be a horror film. It really is. This is basically Wakanda Vision. Everyone is just living in this world. And I don't, I'm not sure people know if it's real or not. Um, weren't they also like talk about like characters being in the same movie as each other? Uh, weren't they also in that movie with Jim Carrey? Or they play lovers to also like in not Jim Carrey, uh, the guy from the yeah. office. No, 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 no. You're thinking, okay, yeah, it's not Jim Carrey. So you're thinking of the movie called it's called Love, Cur- Love Crazy, Love Crazy, Her- yeah, Love, Love Something Crazy, whatever, yeah. Yeah, with Steve Carell. With Steve Carell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake, from the Office, yes. Jake Gyllenhaal, no, that's not. No, Ryan Gosling. Uh, Ryan, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Mix them up. You're right. Emma yeah. Stone was in that, along with someone uh-huh. else. Uh, <clears throat> I like that movie. Know. That movie was actually pretty. It was good. Yeah, it's the same thing as this. Beyonce. So, back in 2017. Um, I was a part of this film and in this film, we had to travel all the way to like South Carolina and stay in hotels and whatever. So I, when I was roommate rooming with my friend and he was like, this is like a year after La La Land came out and he was telling me like, dude, have you seen La La Land? You have to see it. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't have to see it. And he was showing me clips of this scene that's playing right now. Cause he was telling me like, literally this was done in one shot. They had to wait for the sun to come up and it was like, either we get it now or we have to wait till tomorrow to do it. Damn. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, this is totally like not a studio. This is like real. Actually there. And there it is with that whole look. Huh? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was just about to say right now, like the art direction is actually insanely good because this feels like a 1940s 1950s studio romance movie yeah but it's like in actual locations yeah still cool though yeah i guess yeah that's a good way of making it modern yeah and like you still keep it like old school yeah. Yeah, everything's clearly pre-rigged for this. Like for the lighting and stuff like that. You can tell there's something rigged rigged up on that tree. Oh, you know what they probably have? It's like it's hard to like describe it. But they have some type of like moving, a moving crane that's like a light on them from like above a little bit. That's like lighting uh-huh. them while the sun is coming up. Oh. I've never experienced. I thought the sun was going that. down. I the sun no, no, was it's coming down. up. It's coming up. They film. I know for a fact they filmed this scene. It was like four thirty, like five thirty a.m. in the morning. Wow. 
I don't like that the, she has to put on tap shoes for this. Yeah, this is so fucking. This is oh, excuse my language, but this is just so weird. <laughs> I feel like they shouldn't be making. Okay, one, I don't think these are the right actors for this. Not at all. This and is very much singing in the rain, like appropriate. Yeah. At this point, just get some TikTokers to do this. <laughs> right, the dancing. Okay. Like, even singing, my... singing in the rain was a really good movie because they were real. They were oh, actually fantastic. cat dancing. They, I love the song their for fat, that. Their feet, their feet was bleeding, and they were mm-hmm. going. They were going anyways. This right. is nothing. Right, and don't get me wrong. I think Emma Stone. I think Jake Gyllenhaal. That's not him, is it? It's Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Jake Emma Gyllenhaal. Stone. Let's just call him Jake. I think. I think they both. <laughs> Clearly, they have worked really hard to nail down this choreography and to do this while the sun is coming up. You only have one freaking shot at this. I think they did a fantastic job of doing this. I think it's fantastic. However, I don't think the casting is right. I don't think this could have been the best it could have been. I think the directing's on point, lighting's on point, art direction's on point. Everyone's on point, but who the the actors are. Yeah, the cast could be anyone, honestly. And I think that's why they wanted that because I think they wanted to you to feel your like view yourself in that role because it's like not hard dancing. <laughs> it was okay. What was the Rotten Tomato score in On this movie, yeah, I'm sure something high. I feel like the colors, I think the colors are really pretty. Colors I think that's pretty. cool. Yeah, that's I think the whole it's point. cool. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I think they're trying too hard to make it something it's not. They're trying to make this into one of these OD type movies. And I don't think that's what it is. At least from how I'm per- percepting it. Well, also what I don't understand is are they just going to pretend like they did? Uh, they just came up with that on the spot, like, or are they never going to talk about the fact they just she put on tap shoes and they tap dance together? Or right, right. But was that you like know, for imagination? Like that's why I don't understand why sometimes like <laughs> I know they're trying to make that. it a musical. <laughs> I get that, but I'm completely fine. I'm completely fine with that just from the fact that they've already established literally five seconds into the movie that, hey, people dance in this world. This is what they do sometimes when they're stressed out or, you know, there's downtime. So I'm completely fine with that. But what I'm not fine with is they just dance ran just they just dance without any purpose. What I want to see the story. Have you ever seen Rick and Morty? I've seen a little bit of it. I have not watched a complete season. Really? Oh, you got to watch it. It's really good. It's really funny. But I'm imagining this is a universe where it's like they don't want to physically dance, but all of them, like, they are compelled to do it. And so inside, they're just, like, dying. Because <laughs> they're like, can't we just talk mm-hmm. this out? <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, 
like their ling- their limbs are being pulled like so they have to dance. <laughs> mm. This is a waitress job. Just leave. <laughs> I mean, how much is she really getting paid? Like <laughs> twelve. Well, I mean, but this is why like, actors work these jobs because literally so can you can just leave if you have something going on and you can find another one just like it pretty fast. Yeah, true. But how many of those shots are actually hiring if everyone everyone there is trying to be an actress? Right. And then I understand the location of the shop, though, because she said it's like on yeah. Warner Brothers Studios. And that's yeah. like, you know, you're in the thick of it. Yeah. I do feel like that's important for anyone who's trying to get into the film industry. Um, yeah. You, you have to be where it is. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to like move out to LA or, or like to Georgia or something like that, but in whatever city you are, wherever the media is like the heaviest, whether it's it's in the city or maybe outside the city and somewhere else, a different town, like it's always better to be in the thick of it. Yeah. Into <laughs> yeah. You just hear things. You you hear a lot more things. I remember. I'm going on on a tangent now, but I remember when I first started in the film industry and I came up with a friend who we were, we both started off at the same thing. We had the same knowledge and she was living all the way, way out kind of like countryside of like Georgia where I was kind of like in the thick, in the thick of like the industry where everything's happening. Yeah. And I just felt like, that played a huge role because because there's a lot of opportunities that she didn't even know about because she just wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be part of the community to really know. But like, what's crazy, funny is like in the uh, in the in the community though, like actors are kind of known to be a little crazy. <laughs> like, mm. yeah. Like in the, in the gay community. Check the gate. So you see all these lights? Oh, so you see that? You see that? You see that guy by the light? You see the guy yeah. by the big lights with the gloves, the equipment on his belt. That's what I do. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It is never that quiet on set, by the way. <laughs> it's, someone's always cussing at somebody like, come on, let's go, let's go. <laughs> There's always somebody sleeping in a hammock, too. It's usually someone who's like in charge of something. Uh, really? Yeah. That's like our department, like when I did seasons, seasons one and two of American Soul, our department head, the key grip, he would love sleeping in his hammock. He's like, when they're filming, they have everything set. They don't need us. 
you come get me when they do need us. And he would literally just be sleeping in the truck. I always feel like when someone says they don't like a certain type of music, I think you just haven't heard the right music of that or the right artist. Yeah. For me, the only kind of music I don't like is like Screamo. You said Screamo? Yeah. Even that, like, there's certain screamos like emo rock, punk rock, all that stuff I love. And I feel like if someone can listen to like to the right song or whatever, I think they'll like it. I think they'll have a little bit of an appreciation for it. <laughs> yeah, I do like rock. Uh, I don't know. Not much mm-hmm. for a screamo kind of person. But I mean, to each his own. Yeah, that's a big part of it, too, is she's talking about, you know, I think everyone knows the genres of music, but depending on where you live, the genres are handled differently. Yeah. Yeah, I think what this guy is missing that, dude, no one, no one, that's like, that's like that saying of people are like, hey, you're watching movies wrong. Like people who go to movies, they're they're watching it wrong. You have to watch it this way. You have to do it that way. The casual movie watcher does not care on how you're supposed to watch movies. They just want to be entertained. Yeah, very true. Whether if the actors are very attractive, whether there's lots of explosions, or maybe the story's really good, whatever, people aren't looking at it the way that I would say a someone who st- who studies theory in music or studies theory in in film looks at it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like jazz. Like jazz is, I, I, I love jazz. And I can see what he's talking about, but it doesn't have to be that way. Like you don't have to like, pe- people definitely don't have to look at it that way to appreciate it. Yeah. Like I've started listening to as recently like Japanese jazz from Japan. Yeah. I like French There's, jazz. Oh yeah, French jazz. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of French music recently. Yeah, I need to get into that. I listen to that. I've been building playlists on like jazz from the 40s and 30s from like noir, noir films and kind of like building my really? own like noir playlist. 
Send me those. Are you on Spotify? No, no. See, what I do with them, you're going to love this. What I do with them, what all my playlists, I create stories from them. Whether they're based on experiences or like actual whatever. And I find artwork that has to deal with that. So for my noir playlist, I've made up a detective called Matthew Lambert. He's a he's a, a black uh, private eye detective from Louisiana, which, you know, there's hardly any private eyes, black private eyes with licenses down there in the 40s. And he pretty much just solves, you know, cases that are not worth anyone's time. But it's worth his time because he loves helping out people in his community. And I'll watch. I'll send you. I'll send you a picture of it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> and all the artwork are from like noir films that like v- vaguely anyone knows about. But the artwork is like incredible. This is beautiful scenery. But he, I thought he was gonna put on the hat. <laughs> I was like, don't put on that hat. You just found it on the ground. <laughs> and then you turned out to be the bad guys. <laughs> right. This is a very beautiful movie. Oh, yeah. And I'm very, I'm very surprised. I looked at the budget a while ago and it was like 30 million just to make this. Which I know obviously yeah. that's a lot of money, but in terms of like what a lot of studios try to spend to make films look like this. It's it's pretty remarkable what they're able to do. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm sending you the playlist now. Okay. okay you're gonna love this. Maybe she's just not a good actress. Well, here's the <laughs> thing with acting, though, that I've, uh, from talking to a lot of actors, <clears throat> when you go to these auditions and things like that, it's nothing is personal. You audition, and ab- like literally after you audition, like the moment you step off, off, like your foot is out the room, you forget about it completely and you look for something else. You, you don't wonder like, oh, I hope they call me back. I hope this and that, you know, it's just like you have to move on. Yeah. Or else you'll drive yourself yep. crazy. I That's already a lot to think about right now. Like I couldn't do it. Right. It's not for me. Right, right. I can yeah, do yeah, both I, sides of it. Like right. Being the person that does the casting or the person that does the acting. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Because you like acting is not a normal job, you know, like if you if you work at finance and you're trying to get a job as a bank teller or whatever, you're doing an interview. And if they say, hey, you know, we'll call you back or maybe this and that. Sure. You can ponder on that because that's the only job you're applying for. 
and yeah. it meets certain uh, criteria. So you know, you know for a fact they're going to be looking at you and only a few selective others. Whereas there's acting, they're looking at thousands of other people who look just like you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, working working on crew for films is kind of the same same deal too, because obviously there's a lot of opportunities, and then sometimes you know someone will call call will call you up to say if you want to do this, and then you say no, I'm I'm too busy, and they're like okay, and then they just won't call you again for something else. They'll go with somebody else, and they'll keep going with that someone else because they're because they said that they will. You can't take that stuff personally. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what just happened because this guy comes in with, that we have not been introduced to, like takes her out on a dinner date, and she's just ditching the other guy that she said she's going to go to the movies with. Yeah, they like, kissed. I don't understand. Yeah, they kissed. Like, but they really haven't been introduced to him at all this whole movie. I gave up on trying to explain this movie. I'm thinking oh. that Helen Keller is going to show up in some type it's been of an hour firefighter and outfit. Th- yeah, it's been an hour of watching this movie, and I'm just now getting introduced to the fact that she has actually she has a boyfriend. This whole time, she has a boyfriend. Oh, she's trash. I don't understand. She's been hanging out with that other guy like she don't have a boyfriend. Exactly. She's trash. She was tap dancing <laughs> with him. Trash. Oh, she's leaving him. Well, we don't she know. Can we finish dinner? She couldn't even finish dinner. Girl, you're already an hour late for this movie. I feel like this is just a really, really good student film. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Nothing really flows together, but it looks pretty. Yeah. So you went in and found her? I don't understand. Who does this? Girl. It's not how you find someone. Hey, yeah. Get the hell out the way. <laughs> get the hell out the way. <laughs> movie here. I was looking, I was looking down at my phone. I looked up at the screen. And I'm just like, why the hell is she in front of the movie? Get out of the way. Get out of the way. And no one complained. That's the... That's the kind of white privilege that I want right there. <laughs> well, they're probably not complaining because the movie they're watching is probably trash. They're just like, <laughs> at this, yeah, at this point, they're just like, oh, God. Wait, are they really going to show me a whole other movie in this movie? Maybe this is the movie they're watching. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait, where is this? Why do I feel like not that many people will show up to a theater if they're playing like an oldie movie like this? Exactly. Because no one would. The TMC channel, Turner Classic Movies channel, they're having trouble with trying to get people on their streaming service and watching some of their old films. Which, by the way, yeah, I feel like less and less people every year are watching those type of movies, but they will never, ever Watch get it. rid of those movies. Never. I recently been watching the um, uh, the old western movies with uh, what's his name Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've watched all three of them so far. 
Yeah, love it. Love Westerns. And I grew up on Westerns. So good. So good. They are a little racist. They didn't age well because they try yeah, to portray well, yeah. Mexicans as like these every single time. And it's a lot of blackface because I've yeah. noticed that all of them were white people just with blackface to portray right. themselves as Mexicans. And I'm right, like, right. ooh. Um, but the- I'll send you. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No, you're good. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm going to send you a movie that is, it's a documentary. It is phenomenal. And I have to say it in that way because it's like freaking amazing. It's called Real Engine. And it's about the look on, uh, I guess, natives. I guess that's the correct term to say it, but Native Americans, how they've been portrayed in like Westerns and like just movies in Hollywood in general. Oh yeah. Oh, and they like to be called First Nation. First Nation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I've I've said Native because, like, obviously before, like when I was younger, I was like, okay, Native Americans, right? But then started trying to educate myself on their culture and things of that nature because a lot of that stuff, like, they don't teach. It's as if like no. America just does not care about you know what happened to them. It's insane because uh, what people don't know is that a lot of the the constitution that we have now, a lot of it was based off of the their constitution that already existed, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they had uh, four branches of government, uh, not three, and uh, they got it from them. The fourth branch of government that they had was a um, a Congress made up of strictly women. And they only led and dealed with women problems, like female mm-hmm. problems and like all that kind of stuff. So there wasn't any men that was um, controlling women's bro- bodies. In. Right. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. Um, I started actually watching a series last year um, <coughs> called Res TV. Yeah. <clears throat> or is it called Res X? I think it's called Res X. Res X TV. So it's like a. It's a TV show that just gives you kind of like everyday news, everyday kind of like what's happening around the city in terms of like uh, reservations. Really? Across America. And it's super low budget, right? It's only made by, you know, you know, by First Nations and... Yeah. Well, that's good that they have a place to communicate, a place to do that, because there's so much that happens in their communities. Like, there's so many women that go missing every day, uh, every year. Right. You know, women and children either being go missing or kidnapped. They're yeah, absolutely they keep, right. They keep getting pushed back further and further more in, uh, into their reservations, and they're not allowed out certain times of the year, which is the time that they need to, to be able to go. Um, either find shelter because it's too cold to be there like yeah so it's insane it's a it's a way of continuing the mass genocide of, mm-hmm. of their people yeah you're absolutely right i follow on instagram the she's like a co-host of that res x tv show her name is lauren uh i said lauren her name is aaron goodpipe and you know, on her Instagram, every so often she would post about like, hey, they're missing, missing people, you know, every so yeah. often. And these, these numbers keep going up. 
yeah, it, it's it's awful, and it's without a break either. Like, not even like there's the police doesn't really do anything about it. And then what's even worse, it's like the people that are um, like different, um, like tribes can't marry within a different tribes because then they, their genial their bloodline will will go down and they get okay. tested for that. And so then they're not able to have the right, the same rights that the that um, mm-hmm. that that that's like legally they are allowed to like to be able to own property or certain reservation or whatever. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna send you a movie as well called um, Well Writer. It is fantastic. It's yeah. about. Uh, it's, it's about like um, indigenous people who yeah. kind of live off in this island. And it's like, you know, it's set in today's world, you know, like modern and whatever. But it's about yeah. this. It's about a man who is at the hospital. His wife is giving birth. And the man is like son of the chief. Mm-hmm. So he has like an important role in his society. And his whole family is there trying to like get news on like the birth of the kids because obviously his dad, the chief, he wants sons so they can take over. Right. Yeah. Cause you know, they don't believe in that whole, like, you know, a, a woman being a leader and all that stuff, which is kind of crazy, but yeah. And the movie starts off with, um, the, the mom dying, uh, yeah. from birth, from giving birth. And she wow. had twins, and one of the twins died as well, which was the son. And oh, the only no. one that was left was the daughter. Oh, no. Right. And in the movie, it's just about the daughter trying to do everything she possibly can to help her community grow and how she can be a leader uh, for her people when knowing that women can't be leaders. And she's trying to change that. It is a fantastic movie. It is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe it. I, what is, uh, you know, um, there was, a, you know that you can donate your land um, back to the um, Native Americans? Like, and so they don't take it away from you. Like, so if you like, um, and so instead of paying taxes to the government, you actually pay taxes to uh, the Native American government. No, yeah. yeah. Government. I did not know that. Yeah, and so they don't take your land, your, your home away from you. It's just they, it's that yeah, they're spending a huge amounts of like ta- like property taxes on for the government. You can just pay towards the Native American government. Wow, it's a way of giving back the land that was already theirs. Right. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. And I want to let the audience know. We're talking, you know, in all my podcasts, right? We talk a lot during the movies and all that stuff. But we're, like, really talking a lot because there's not much really happening in this movie. <laughs> it's just people dancing, floating in midair, and just yeah. music playing. Like, they kind of gave us a, a little bonus that they're dating now, and it's getting serious. And he's getting he's getting the gigs. I guess it's getting serious. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really. He's know picking her. her up. I mean, that's like at least third base. I guess. 
So this is this is like a swing dance dancing, right? Kind of, yeah. Well, you can just dance to it. Hey, John it's John Legend. Legend. John Legend. <laughs> cheekbones. Oh Where's Casey Tiggin? <laughs> Chrissy, Chrissy. I was just about to bring her up, man. <laughs> At first, for the longest, I'm like, what is she famous for? Um, she's a model. Right. She started off as a model, and she's done a little acting, but she's mostly known for marrying John Legend and having his twins. She's mostly known for marrying John Legend, having his kids, and like going the fuck off on, on uh, children. On Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. She has a huge Twitter voice. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that is hilarious. But at the same time, it's like listen, I, I understand it's highly inappropriate. She's telling she she told some I think some teenager to like you should go like, you know, go fuck off, you know, go kill yourself or whatever. <laughs> she was what? trying to like break into like who's trying to break into modeling and, and stuff like that. But at the same time, uh-huh. it's just like I don't understand how anyone can take her serious. Like this no should be really like does. comedy. <laughs> she's also she also pretends DJs on the ellipsic sync battle. Oh, okay. Yeah, lip sync yeah, battle. I use her gif with all, all the time. LL Cool J. Well, the one where she goes, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I use that all the time. It is freaking fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making ramen. <laughs> oh no, go for it. I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah, trying not to we be can loud. hear everything. We can hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to be loud. <laughs> I'm sorry. They have no chemistry whatsoever. It's very forced. Yeah. They just seem like just two actors acting together. They don't... There's nothing there. And I think... uh, Ryan Gosling... I was just about to say Jake again. I think Ryan Gosling (laughs) is a really good actor. I think he's good. He does the job. Isn't he very shy? Is that his whole thing? He's really shy in real life? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Oh, wait. He's the one. He's the one that Taylor Swift fans hate, right? I think they did date, yeah. Well, not not date. Well, yeah, date. But, like, the fans of Taylor Swift, they hate him. <laughs> Why? What did he do because because um, Taylor Swift has, like, one of her most famous songs is about uh, Ryan Gosling. And it was about like how bad he treated her. And by bad, I listened to the song myself because a lot of Taylor Swift fans were telling me, like, you need to listen to the song to see what he did. And I'm like, I listened to it. The only thing she's describing he he did was he forgot about her birthday. And by forgot means he he had work. Oh, my God. Really? and And he wasn't giving her the the attention that she wanted. It seemed like on no, the song she happens. was crucifying him for cheating or something like that. 
don't know. I have my own opinions about Taylor Swift, so. <laughs> I'm like, I think her songs. Yeah. I think her songs are catchy, but I think there's a lot of toxic toxicity in her music. Yeah, for sure. Who is this guy? <clears throat> no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell is going on. I think the main flaw with this film is that the same guy wrote and directed it. So there's not much collaborism in terms of like uh, yeah. what these characters need and what the script needs. It's just did this he, guy doing everything. Did he do the casting too? I would hope not. I wonder how that works for like major Hollywood. Cause sometimes actors do have to, even big name actors do have to audition for stuff, but Certain actors are just like, hey, the director wanted you to do this. He handed you the script. Well, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Um, Like, as opposed... But, I mean, like, yeah, they get sent a script, don't they? Well, yeah, if they want to... One particular actor. Yeah, like, if they want to audition for it. Or even, if so, like, they agree to do it like they like hey read the script tell me if you like it if you like it then come on let's let's go let's go make it yeah that's but cool it's such a weird thing for actors like for example like daisy ridley aka ray skywalker the actress in star wars the newer star wars movies mm-hmm. she said she hasn't been getting any work like hardly where is she telling people this on? Right. Like, just just because how Star Wars was perceived and whatnot. And I think... I actually like her as an actress. I just think she needs to find the right role. But I would rather see her... I would rather see her in something like this than Emma Stone. Yeah. Because I, I felt like that. she was good in Star Wars for what it was. Obviously, she wasn't like... Her character Ray didn't wasn't really written to be something elaborate, but f- but from what La La Land is saying for this Emma Stone character, which by the way I don't even know her freaking name, this Emma Stone character of like a struggling actress who's just trying to make it, I feel like that's completely Daisy Ridley in Star Wars episode uh, episode seven. Yeah. <clears throat> I gotta watch that. <laughs> oh, you yeah, haven't seen any of the new Star Wars? Uh, which ones? Because I've seen some of the Star Wars, but... I mean, like, the newer ones that just came out in theaters. Oh, no, definitely haven't seen those yet, then. Okay, you don't need to see them. They're, like, that bad. Really? Yeah, they're that <laughs> stupid. First thing is like that. I mean, is there any... Why are we just trashing the Stone and Jake Gyllenhaal here? I'm not trashing Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh, that's a Jake. That's Ryan Gosling. I'm not trashing <laughs> Ryan Gosling. I think Ryan Gosling is a really good actor. It's just Emma Stone. Like, what is she? What is she adding to this movie right now? <laughs> I really what hope she doesn't movie? hear this. <laughs> she doesn't hear this. 
So what I'm really perceiving right now from what people have told me about La La Land, what makes La La Land the La La Land is from just the cinematography, the lighting and the wardrobe, which makes the movie visually amazing. It is not the acting whatsoever. Yeah. They spent a lot of money on the on the scenery. Right. Emma Stone does absolutely nothing for this. I feel like you can cut out a cardboard of of Marilyn Monroe and just put it next to Ryan Gosling and it would suffice. Yeah. <laughs> they could have made her hair a little bigger. Oh, she's still in the transition to being a big artist. <laughs> Yeah, and where's her love for acting? I don't understand why she's an actor. She's in the thick of this. So she finally made it. Oh. Wait, she did? How did she make she, it? I think she got a role or something. Yeah, this movie's all over the place. I think we were just talking and didn't pay attention. <laughs> Maybe. That's very possible. <laughs> weird this movie's weird and why is it so long it's two hours long for what you didn't even establish anything so far I'm right you can determine the worth of a movie in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, we're almost like an hour and 55 minutes in. We only have like 55 minutes left now. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, the first 15 minutes. It just, nothing was established. Didn't know who the characters were. It was kind of all over the place. People are just dancing for no reason. And that's pretty much the movie. Well, I did, like, so they finally made it. But they're not seeing each other anymore because they they barely see each other anymore because they well, that's the see. freaking industry. Exactly. Now that they're mad that they're mated, boohoo. Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> you can't have everything. Also, this is a huge apartment for a struggling actress that so she's by herself too in this apartment. Where does she, she have roommates? She would have five roommates, and two of them would share a room with her. That's true. <laughs> Up in LA or uh-huh. or almost anywhere in this country. If she also, yeah. Yeah. If she was working a coffee shop job, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, you know, I had a friend in college who he lived in a house that was obviously he was he was renting um along with like four other people and he worked at Besides going to school, his main job was like working at Zaxby's. But Zaxby's pay well. It does. Mm-hmm. How they make well, like they make like fifteen or sixteen dollars an hour. How for Zaxby's? Get out of here! Yeah. Well, worker shortage. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the, yeah. People need to go to Zaxby's then. Mm-hmm. They take a pair. You got care of their people. I'm sure it's not like, I mean, I never worked in fast food before. I'm sure you'll go through like some bullshit, but it's like, 
Yeah. Come on, what fast food place can you work in? It's $15 an hour. McDonald's has just talked about uh, starting to pay their people $22 an hour. Get the fuck out of here. On set, we make like, (laughs) like, depending on the show, and if it's like a super independent studio, Mm -hmm. like for Channel ID, we did like this uh, reenactment murder series. I got paid like, uh, it was barely like one eighty a day, barely, like one seventy a day. Really? Yeah, Damn, which was awful. not. Yeah, which which is like not even close to what we should be getting paid from all these from what the other studios give out. But these studios, some of these studios are so cheap and the manual labor is like so crazy. Mm-hmm. Another reason why people are going on strike. Oh, she's getting pushed out. She's getting pushed to the back. Girl, stand your ground. Have you never been to a concert? There's no way that would happen. Yeah. Yeah, what is she? What is she doing? People wouldn't go that hard for the piano, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if no, the main no. person is John Lennon, they're not paying attention to Ryan Gosling over there. Right. Unless it's like a Vanessa Carlton concert, which I would love to go to. Oh, my gosh, yes. A thousand miles. <laughs> a thousand, dude! I love that entire album. That's a classic. I saw album. a lot. I saw Lana set not too long ago in concert. I don't know who that is. What? Uh, the song "Ironic." <laughs> Ironic. How's it go? Uh, <laughs> Ironic. Maybe if I saw it like, from the music video. If you guys like, know. isn't it ironic? She's really good. Like her music's amazing. Uninvited. That's a really good song. Um, yeah, I don't know it. I take really good it. pride in not knowing these major pop stars. Pop. She's pop not a major pop arts. star. She's from the nineties. Oh, okay. Like yeah. for example, when I went to the theaters with my girlfriend, it was like probably back in two thousand nineteen. There was some movie that was about some guy trying to go to a Bruce Springsteen concert. Oh. Uh-huh. I literally didn't know who the fuck that was. <laughs> and I know now that he's some mega big music guru person. But like, honestly, that dude is like non-existent in the black community. Yeah. Duh. He's very, yeah, he was very, I only know of Bruce Bruce. I don't think I've actually set out to listen to his music. I couldn't even tell you what the guy looks like. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing used to go for, or I guess still now, like Lady Gaga. For the longest, I didn't know what she looked like. What? Wait, well, that's because she was really... wearing all that crap. <laughs> wearing all those yeah. freaking disguises. That's very true. Very true. <laughs> I think I've more recently gotten more into what into Lady Gaga and so back in the day I didn't really know what she looked like either she's crazy talented I mean absolutely crazy talented have you seen A Star is Born Uh, no I haven't seen that movie oh 
it's good, but um, there's like four other versions of it that it was based on it. And so, but I like the Barbara Streisand version better. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen like her like concerts on like YouTube, like how she performs. It's like, it's like it's gotten to a point that literally no one else can perform her music but her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, she, I think she did that on purpose, though. Oh, yeah, of course. And then same yeah. thing for like Billy Eilish. I didn't know who the freak that was for the longest. Billy Eilish? Eilish. There you go. See, I don't even know how to pronounce it. And I was like... <laughs> I think I was watching some video about something about Canada and one of her songs were playing. And I'm like, Oh, this song's kind of catchy. Who is this? And then her name popped up. I'm like, Oh, that's who this is. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, I don't know. She went blonde recently and the media went wild. <laughs> like she got more <laughs> coverage about her going blonde than, um, uh, Israelis escaping, uh, <laughs> their country. Right. Like, right. That's the crazy <laughs> thing, man. That is the absolute crazy. Have you been following that case? Speaking of blondes, have you been following that case of like the woman who went missing? And I think she's dead now. They found her body, I think. But you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. I haven't been following Ray too much, but I know that it's been happening. But someone was able to like look at her, uh, look at her body, though. Yeah, I started following it like a few days ago. Just like trying to figure out what's going on. But I heard she was like physically abusive to her boyfriend. And that's how it all started. Did he kill her? No, no. I mean like she – so it started off with like um, they were driving somewhere in Utah, right? And people called the police because they saw the boyfriend like hit her. Right. So the, immediately they're just like, oh, he's like abusive or whatever. So the cops cops came in, they pulled him over and all this stuff. And then they're trying to get like both of their stories and what's happening and all this stuff. And they found out that she was the aggressor and she occasionally like beats him and all this stuff. Well, And then now what that whole thing transpired, she's. um, I think they both went to like different hotel rooms or whatever, and then. Uh, and anyone can please educate me on this because I'm just going off from the facts of what I've heard other people from other YouTube news sources talk about. But basically, I think another incident happened between them. And then now they found her body and she's dead. And her boyfriend is just like, you know, missing. Oh, wow. But that's the crazy thing, too, about, like, the boyfriend missing because they have nothing they have nothing to tie him to that, to, to her killing. Really? Right. Because that's he, he, he kind of has nothing to do with it, in a sense. And I know a lot of people love to believe that he did it and that this woman's innocent and all this stuff. And it's mostly because of how she looks and how she's portrayed in the media. Because she's, like, blue eyes, blonde hair. And news media loves that. Oh, yeah. It's like America's sweetheart. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They go wild to that shit. <laughs> if it wasn't a, uh, a blonde white woman, then, yeah, she, it, 
when they've nearly gotten as much coverage. Oh, I forgot this movie was so funny. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are they arguing about? <laughs> they made it, then they don't see each other very much, and they decided to take their one night that they do have together to fight. <laughs> Pretty much. Did she just say, that line since was when do you care about being white? Like, what? Yeah, that line was not delivered well yeah. from both of these actors. So this whole conversation is because they're too white. You just like for my piano. I don't get it. Is this even a real relationship? <laughs> Did they actually hate each other the whole time? I hate when movies do this. Yeah. So far, I'm I'm standing by my thing about Emma Stone. She had her thing in Hollywood. She came and she went, and I don't think she'll be missed. No, I thought that was coming from my apartment. It's the, uh-huh. <laughs> the movie. They live together. What do you keep taking out of there? I don't know. Some something they were burning. Oh wait, wasn't it about like chicken? They were talking about chicken earlier. Yeah. Maybe they should have like, dropped chicken the chicken. Cloth. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I guess she does theater theater work now, which is very interesting. I think that's one side of one side of uh, acting that I think people really do not understand. Yeah, it's yeah, hard theater work. Yeah, theater work, and along up against like film narratives is very different. Very different. Very. Um, and it's crazy too because a lot of a lot of the mainstream actors and well-known actors also do theater, but you wouldn't know about it unless you really followed them. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's where they go to test out a lot of stuff. in the middle of a scene right now oh my god you jinxed it what <laughs> i hope not because she's not she's not she can't sing emma stone can't sing let me tell you something comparing emma stone to emma watson is not even close to who's like like out of the out of this world talented i think emma watson is extremely talented oh yeah but what's hilarious is that she hasn't been getting a lot of work recently. 
Emma um, Watson? Are you kidding me? What has she been on recently? Um, well, you know what? The last thing I really saw her in in theaters was Beauty and the Beast, and I thought she was really good in that. Exactly. That was it. Beauty and the Beast, and then she tried doing the movie with uh, James Franco and uh, Seth Rogen with This Is the End or something like that. And apparently, they try to really be they try to be very abusive towards her, like, um, and trying to be more expo- expose herself, her skin more and stuff. But she like knew herself, and she wasn't able to be manipulated like all the other young actresses that just started off. And so they didn't like that about her. And so apparently, they were fighting a lot. yeah yeah i hear you (laughs) sorry i was like i was talking to my friend i was texting my friend because i'm also going to record another podcast episode with her Mm -hmm. and she has like really bad anxiety she's super nervous to do it there's something to think of it as like a phone call (laughs) yeah that's what i'm that's what i told like i should i've sent her i sent her um a version like an episode, a podcast episode that I did with another friend I had that I met this year who has crazy anxiety. And I mean, like, she doesn't want to leave the house most days. And she was super nervous to do an episode. And, like, you wouldn't even, you couldn't even tell from, like, when the episode started till it ended. It was like she had so much fun. Oh, there's hardly anyone there. Oh, she reserved the seat. <laughs> oh, what if she's not good? She's not good. Uh. Emma, you were never good. Now back to back to Emma Watson. <laughs> she's super talented. But why hasn't she gotten role? I feel like out of all the movies that we've seen where people like, oh, they're going to get typecasted. They're going to like, you never see them again. Like, her and Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter, those are roles that any actor, I feel like any other actor would have been typecasted until the day they died. But they've done they like an incredible job. Yeah, they did an incredible job to break out of that. Yeah. Well, they had to start doing stuff that was more more raunchy, like especially Daniel Radcliffe, to break that childhood like persona. That's very true. That's very true. I absolutely love Perks of Being a Wallflower. I absolutely love that movie. Me too. It's a very good movie. Ezra Miller in it was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Emma Watson in that was fantastic, along with Ezra Miller. What was the other kid? The one that wasn't Percy Jackson? Uh, you mean the main character? Yeah, what was his name? Uh, let's see. What is his name? He's been in a lot of things, too. He's like Percy Jackson. I did like the Percy Jackson, Jackson movie. They were good. Yeah, I thought they, they were cool, a little, They could have gone a little further instead of making it so cheesy, but they, it, was, it was a good movie. Well, it, they were like a kid <laughs> series books. Yeah. Which I never heard of until the movie came out. Logan Learman, that's what his name. Yeah. Why is she like getting mad at him? Like, I have never had a woman be mad at me and then drive off so slowly. <laughs> <laughs> she had to check and see if anyone was coming. 
There's no one coming. This is LA. Why is there like no traffic ever? Besides, there's like no one on these roads. Yeah, there was only traffic only on that highway. Nowhere else. Everywhere else is clear as day. Oh no, the highway cleared up. <laughs> That's a Prius that she's driving, right? Yeah. I have fond Ooh, memories. AirPods of that are about car. to die. Hold on, my AirPods are about to die. Oh okay. All right, Starfighters. <laughs> Letting you guys know, we took a bit of a pause. Obviously, the movie's still running. I'm running at one hour, 29 minutes. It's about to be an hour, 30. I'll let you know. It has been one hour and 30 minutes now. So my guest, Gustavo, had to had to leave. This is like a week after. <laughs> I'll spare you the details, but... Uh, Gustavo, if you're listening, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Literally have to, his batteries died and I have to continue recording in the next week. But then on that same day, I had another podcast to record. So we're, we're still continuing with this La La Land. So yeah, what a, you know, I take it that I had a week, a week's worth of, um, just gathering my thoughts of this movie because I was even messaging my brother and my uncle about this movie today and I just don't understand it I don't understand it and my brother says that him and his girlfriend really liked it because it was just fun it was just fun to look at visuals and all that stuff and you know what it's so interesting it's so interesting that um i remember years ago probably a year before this movie came out i think mad max came out you know like the recent one and i didn't like that movie personally i didn't like it because it didn't have plot and everyone everyone gave me gave shit to me about it and i feel the same way about this movie i feel like this movie is mad max only a musical (laughs) just no plot just characters just kind of drifting in this kind of creative weird world or universe per se and it's like a musical and whatnot i don't know i don't know I'm i'm a little bugged out about that or i'm just it's just weird i guess um, I'll definitely be going into it really deep, like a really deep analysis when this movie's uh, over.
What? Oh. That's sad to hear. wrong with you that's auditioning <laughs> that's duh that's auditioning that's what it is to be an actor i don't know if she's ever had a mentor or anything like that but acting when you audition for something the moment is over i know it's hard but you have to disconnect from that nothing's personal Especially not in this industry. I'll tell you that right now. That's fair. If you don't want to do it, that's fair. There's a lot of failure, a lot of uh, Angus. Hope I'm saying that right. If you move on, you move on. That's fine. You know, there's a really good saying in acting, or I guess in terms of anything that has to go with auditioning and going for something, that, you know, you you keep auditioning, you keep going for a certain role, and you're not getting anything. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. But you could make it. This could be the role that, uh, you know, that you can have your bit break, you know? But maybe after years or months or weeks or whatever, if you're not getting something, not getting something, you're just like, you feel like you don't know if you're going to make it, right? And the quote is, you'll never know you're not going to make it if you keep, if, if you, if you just stop. I personally believe what anyone, what they do in life, um, whatever goal you have, you you're gonna make it eventually you will make it the 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 question is uh how much patience do you have to get to that goal because eventually anyone can reach any goal that's just me though that's just how i feel See, now I'm silent. I'm like, all right, let's see what Emma Stone has. I still don't like her as an actress.
She lost me with the singing. <laughs> she can't sing. Didn't they tell her to just tell a story? I didn't ask you to sing. just quiet right now because I just really want to um, take in her performance right here because I feel like this is a big pretty big thing going on here. Sorry for the popping noises. It's my freaking TV. I almost feel like Ryan Gosling's too good for this. <laughs> Detach yourself from it. It's not, it's not up to you. It's out of your control. No, you can't. 
out of your, it's out of your control. Mm-hmm. I hate this TV. <laughs> Nothing but popping and popping. What a weird actress. I don't know what it is about Emma Stone. I just don't. And I think I was talking to my friend who's going to eventually she'll come on a podcast. She's been holding it off. Uh, my friend Rachel, she was talking about how much she loves Easy A. And I was like, oh, I remember when that movie came out. It was just like. It was just, I don't know. I I don't even know if I could put it to words on how useless I find her acting talents. But here's the thing about Emma Stone's acting. There isn't talent, there isn't anything to rave about or anything crazy about it. If you can really actually envision another actor or actress, whatever, playing that role and and being able to do the same thing. At that point, you're not setting yourself apart. And I'm not saying every actor needs to be this crazy, or maybe yes, every actor does need to have their own originality, their own little... Nick that makes them who they are right that's acting now sure obviously there are actors out there that are hired to and and are being told to act like a certain way act like this other famous actor and look like this other famous actor because it will give us you know more views more money more whatever sure that's that but in terms of Emma Stone there's just nothing in my opinion there's just nothing special about this woman in terms of her acting capability i'm sure she's probably a really cool person in person um Oh, I know that actor. I worked with him. <laughs> hey, and I grew up watching his, um, watching him on Sister Sister. Uh, I forgot his name. Wow, that's so cool. Wait a second, why was he in there? Let me look up his IMDb real quick, making sure that's him. That should be him. I know that actor too. He's really good in Southland. It's a TBS, uh, excuse me, TNT TV show. It's a really good cop show.
Ron Rico. That's the actor's name. Hopefully this is him. Let me check. I, I remember on set, I, I think we were filming a pilot, and he was one of the leading actors on it. I remember I, I was, like, talking to him before we were filming, and then I had lunch with him. Well, let me see if this is him at first. Uh, I don't think that's him. God damn it. (laughs) Fuck. Damn, I could have swore that was him. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Why is that the funniest part in a the movie? They're just like, you know what? Fuck this traffic. Let's just go. Fuck what? Fuck whatever plans we have committed to. All right, this traffic has had has made the worst out of me. Let's just pull off here and just do whatever. Forget about it. Just forget about it. You know, it's funny. My girlfriend's always talking about, like, she wants to do more stuff like this. Like, just walk around the city and just, you know, search for something and be a part of something. And I'm like, that's not how the city works. <laughs> or at least not this city. <clears throat> a lot of times you can't walk out at, walk out at night. Which is unfortunate, but that's kind of how it is. So I've never been to a jazz club. Is it like you just listen, right, to jazz and just drink? There's like no food. I guess that's cool. I prefer food. That'd be awesome. If it was like the movie theaters, like those dining theaters, ah, oh, that'd be so cool. Dinner and a show. I love the trumpet. I think that's my favorite uh, musical instrument. It's become my favorite over uh, recent years. (laughs) 
Am I the only one that's like not buying this chemistry that they had? Obviously, they dated for X of whatever X amount of time that it was, right? But were we? Was anyone like? Maybe it's just me. I'm not. I, I even told my brother like they don't have chemistry. There's no good chemistry, and I feel like Ryan Gosling is the only one that's like carrying this acting. film does this a lot i like like to like just shut out every every light just raise up only lights on the actors i feel like that's the huge part of this movie it's the lighting in itself and their dependency on like dimmers <laughs> oh bless me excuse me and by dimmers i'm talking about like legit uh dimmers that you would see for lights that kind of dim it up and down in the industry we call that tesseracts or excuse me not tesseract a visorac some people call it visorac some of just some of them just call it dimmers like really big dimmers for big lights <laughs> Thank you, Jay Jamison. JJ Jamison. Is it Jonathan or James? Oh, it's bad. I'm a huge Spidey fan, too. Jamison. Jonathan. No, it's Jamison. I'm pretty sure. J. Jonah Jamison. Just J. Jonah Jamison. I'm pretty sure. Jamison. Jameson, J. Jonah Jameson. Wait, so what happened? I thought they weren't a couple anymore.
Okay, we're talking about what happened after the edition. Love that trumpet. Trumpet's the best. I listen to a lot of like old jazz music from like way back in the day for like film noirs and and from like nineteen fifties and forties radio. Yeah, I feel like this movie is a part-tart. I think visually, I think a lot of people look at part-tarts and they're just like, well, that looks good. But in the inside, when you eat it, you break down the chemicals that are that are, uh, that are are made from it, the ingredients. You really analyze that stuff and what's, what's in it? A whole lot of nothing. Or at least that's just how I feel. <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's the big... I still think the biggest thing that I would ask somebody... Because I don't know. I feel like maybe this movie will be probably an ounce better, 25% better if Emma Stone just wasn't this main actress. I really wonder how she got this role. Right. Because what did she do before this? It was Easy A, Super Bad. Not necessarily like acting movies. Uh... Was The Help before this? And I didn't watch The Help. I'm so sick and tired of watching movies where it's just like white people helping black people. And they're like, see, we are the ones that help you. And then it gets like so many awards for that. I freaking hate those type of movies. Uh, As of recent years, I know I grew up watching a lot of them, but... I'm so confused. I thought she was with the other guy. I guess not. Maybe this is like a glimpse. He's like, let's go into this club. I could have owned this. This could have been my life if I didn't marry you.
There's just no chemistry here. I'm sorry. I don't feel it. Oh, I think I understand now. Maybe that was the music. The music was like what we could have been, right? In my opinion, I think he's better off. There's no way he's still dwelling over that. Really? He's really dwelling over that? Like, she's the one that got away? Her? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... Right? Because that was her daughter earlier, right? So, good number of years have passed. You can't tell me he hasn't met anyone? There's no way she still feels feelings either. So it's interesting when movies do this too and they have people just looking at each other as if they they're literally like feet away but really they're just like yards <laughs> like a good 30 yards away from each other and like i'm looking into your eyes right now but in actuality i can only see your nose <laughs> the end all right Written and directed by Damien Chazelle. Written and directed? Oh, there's your problem right there. Any director that has written and 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 directed a movie, not saying that it can't be good or anything like that. Um, there's, obviously, there's been plenty, but any director that has written and directed a movie, there's always a limited. Uh, what's the word? There's limited uh, collaboral collaboration that hasn't happened with the with the film so if someone would have just focused on only the directing they would have all this stuff to do and then collaborate with someone who's a writer who maybe probably sees the film differently but you know still has to work with the director and making it still his vision but giving them different ideas in a sense that's but that's just what anything choreographer mandy moore like legit mandy moore um. Yeah, what an interesting movie. What an interesting movie. I have no idea why John Legend was even in this film. Um. Every other actor is completely. Um. Besides Ryan Gosling, and Emma Stone, every other actor is completely forgettable in this in this film. Because it's not really about them. There's not really any supporting characters, really. It's 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 just the two actors, and I don't know what the plot was. I don't I don't think there was really a design plot for this film, and I think they just decided to make this kind of like an, an homage to 1940s, 1950s musicals, and make them in today's world where it can look just as pretty and just as beautiful and and uh, poetic as what it was back then. Um, 
that's that's the sense I'm getting what this movie was and why it was made. Um, but you know, I guess telling the classic tale of someone who wants to be an actor or an actress and going for your dreams, you know, that's kind of the classic tale for many many of these like odie movies of trying to find passion and find your peace with things not going your way but um i don't know i really this is going to be really tricky to kind of tackle how i feel about this movie and obviously there's already a great appreciation i already have for this movie just for what it is but at the same time I don't know. I remember when this movie first came out and I, I saw the trailer for it. I saw who was a part of it, Emma Stone. And I was really, and I mean like really not pressed to watch this movie. Like really not pressed. Something, I don't know, something in my soul just told me I'm better off. Oh, there you go. John Legend was a executive producer. That's probably why he was in it. Um, so let's try to really talk about this I I mean my appreciation for this film I mean obviously the movie's not boring as much as stuff I talk about it, it's not it's not a boring film it's, it doesn't drag really uh, I think what the film really has going for itself is the cinematography which is basically the camera motions and the lighting uh, all that stuff with that said I feel like yeah it was it was pretty cool to watch that lighting and stuff like that but it's not like any other movie in Hollywood or even some of these lower budget films and indie films it's not as if they can they can't do that either you, you know what I'm saying and sure whatever the theme of the movie is since this is like a supposed to be a 1950s-esque film but only in modern times it's going to call for that it's going to have that kind of creativity and go for that um, but I don't know I, I just feel like that's the only thing this film had going for itself and it was awesome to watch I think it was pretty cool to watch um, granted me being in the industry me seeing all that me actually doing all that knowing how it's done Sure, obviously it hampers it a little bit. Anyone in the film industry can tell you that once you start working on it, all films are kind of ruined for you in a, in a grand sense of things because you kind of just know how everything's made. But, um, so here's the thing. I think Ryan Gosling was cool in this movie. I think I already know he can act. The thing with Emma Stone, and I want you, and I want whoever's listening to this, I want you to really think about this when I'm when I'm saying this. Without any of the cinematography points that I just made, the lighting, everything dimming up and down, the lights, the colorful stuff, everything colorful in this film, do you feel like that added more to Emma Stone's acting capabilities uh, to this film? Or do you feel that Emma Stone really complemented that well? What, what what everything this film has to offer because if you feel like it doesn't she doesn't really add anything to it and it's just the lighting and the camera movements is what really made this film and of course the wardrobe is beautiful as well if you feel that way then honestly 
any actress can play this role. And I mean any actress. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing I'm taking away from this film. I think if you have such... And I, I think everyone who's worked on this film is incredibly talented. If you have such an incredibly talented uh, director, uh, director of photography, gaffer, grip, costume designer, all this stuff, props, all of it. If you have really talented people coming together to creating this uh, visual masterpiece in a sense, you can almost kind of just put any two actors in the forefront and all those elements will help lift up the actors even more, right? Because this movie, in a grand sense of things, it's not really about its acting. It's not really about its characters. Um, it's just a... I want to say... You know, like when you go to those theme parks and there's kind of like... Maybe there's not like that much anymore. Or maybe there is. You know when you go in a theme park, maybe like you go to Disney World or Disneyland and you ride on like a train or something and a train kind of brings you all across the theme park. You ride and you see all the things it has to offer, all the animals, all of that. I feel like that's what this movie is. It gracefully puts you... It gracefully puts you in a... Um, on a ride that shows you visually and um, I guess sonically uh, a 1950s a perfect 1950s film in modern times that's what this movie is I, I think that's what this movie has to offer and any stretch of the means it's not about it's uh, acting capabilities from the two characters uh I mean, even that is not character driven whatsoever. Um, but I, I do, I, I can honestly, I mean, I love the, I love the movies and, and culture, well, culture is kind of whatever, but I, I do love the movies from the 1940s and 1950s. I honestly do. So in that forward, I do appreciate this film for what it made. Was it necessary, though? Was this film really necessary? Well, I mean, that's not really for me to decide, but I can truly understand why someone loves this film, why someone would love this film. Um, I do wish more in a sense. I know jazz was like a huge part of it in a, in a grand scheme of things and the music. I just wish there was... I don't know. Maybe all right. Clearly, it's just me. But I just I wish there was better music. In a sense, right? Because I have a feeling. I bet it's. Um, I don't know if Emma Stone's really singing or Ryan Gosling's like really singing what their characters are doing. If that's the sense of it, they should have hired different actors to do that or excuse me like just different singing actors to do the singing portion of that um cause they definitely didn't add to the music whatsoever cause when I watch a musical like Mamma Mia or Sweeney Todd both of those actors in those movies added to that music even if they were like really weren't necessarily singers at all 
but their acting, their characters, what they brought to the film brought the music more to life, in my opinion. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone didn't do that whatsoever in this film. Um, yeah, um, I, I just, I, I just didn't get that from from this film. Um, I really don't. I really don't know what else to say other than what what else can I appreciate? I mean, I. Again, I just don't know what this movie was about. I don't know what it what it was trying to show. I feel like if it was more of like a, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know. There's not really much to these characters, and that that's what kind of irritates me a little bit. Like when Ryan Gosling's character is talking about jazz and how much he knows about jazz, I'm like, all right, cool, that's awesome. I want him. I want to see more of him talking about jazz. I want him to see. I want to see him more about jazz culture. I want to know how he got into jazz. I want to know all the stuff about his character. But we don't get that. Same thing with Emma Stone's character. I can't even remember their names. I want to know why she felt like she needed to be an actress. I want to know why she feels that she wants to give up. Right. And obviously we see her going to audition to audition and then like not getting callbacks and people are saying, yeah, we'll call you. And then she just doesn't get a call. I want to see more of that. That's not, I'm not, I'm not buying into that because we all go through rejection. There are millions of actors to, who do that and they're completely fine with that. Right. And sure that's them and not her, but the fact that she's doing that with such little rejection in a sense kind of demeans what these other actors in the world are going through or at least that's how i or how i look at it um yeah again this movie's a part tart <laughs> this movie this movie is a part tart it's a whole it's very pretty it's a very pretty pretty movie it's a very pretty movie you can eat it it's, it can be tasty at first they're very tasty and then probably like an hour, 30 minutes later after you eat it, you after you consumed it, you're kind of just like, what did I just ate? And why do I feel this way about it? <laughs> what is it doing to me? That's just me, though. But OK, that is the full podcast uh, uh, movie review. Um, I'm going to give a big shout out to my guest, Gustavo. Uh, too bad he had to leave early. Um but it was awesome watching it with him and i know he loves this movie or i think he did i know he liked it i know he liked it but um yeah big shout out to gustavo um and yeah thank you for listening please if you are listening on the youtube channel please comment below let me know what you thought you think i'm bugging out because i didn't like this movie but i can really understand why people appreciate it or or do you feel the same way that I do and you just kind of just don't care about it um so yeah let me know if you're on YouTube leave a comment below um or you know you can reach out to me uh through through wherever you you get your 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 podcast from I'm, I'm on all platforms except for Apple Apple Music I don't know anyone who's on there that listens to podcasts or there but maybe eventually I'll be on there but yeah that was that's that's the whole thing that is la la land 
All right, Starfighters. So I guess I will see you on the next one. But until then, victory or death, Starfighters. <laughs>